Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast with host Bo Marchanti, featuring head coach Jim Perry and the next generation of Red Dragons. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchand, here in the Coach's Den with Coach Jim Perry. And a disappointing loss to Boland last Friday, but nonetheless, I thought it was a valiant effort in the 28-14 loss. And they get to rebound this week at home against South Range, another quality team coming at 6-1 and one to take on the 5-2 and two Dragons. Uh, Coach, I think everybody who watched that game um, came down to execution on a couple plays, but the team fought well. And right before we went on the live, I mean, I told you, I think that's important rather than Poland come in here and just kicking you-know-what in the dirt. That wasn't the case. This was It was a hard-fought football game. Yeah, the, the proverbial double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly one where you feel like if you made a few more plays, uh, you could have won the game. But like you just said, uh, you know, just take the the very end of the game. We cause a turnover. Uh, don't do not capitalize. We block a punt. Looks like we're going to go in and score. We trip and fall. Uh, don't get the ball in there, and then the game's over. But I mean, that just shows you right to the end. I thought the kids were were scrapping away. Um, you know, we 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 talk to the kids a lot about when you play a team that's equal or maybe a little better, a little worse. It usually comes down to about five or six plays. And you can identify them. I mean, some of those were glaring, you know, our, the, the mistakes of our skilled players. We had, uh, uh, I hate to say it out loud, but we had nine drop passes in the game. I think at least three, maybe four of those were you could talk directly to touchdowns or field goals, a missed field goal, things like that. So, uh, but that that's what happens when you get in this stratosphere of good football. Um You know, and, and again, what we just talked to the kids about is like, we know we're going to be playing week 11. Like, that's how you keep playing. You execute those plays, and you get to play another week, and you keep moving forward down the road. And uh, with South Range right around the corner, we're right back in the same environment, and uh, it's another big game as we knew it would be. Definitely. And it's Monday, so uh, what's it like? You guys have been on a roll. You've you've tasted victory for the last, what, four weeks, I believe. Uh, And this week you come in with the loss. So what's the mindset of those young men you just spoke to? Well, I, I think good. Uh, I expect it to be good. I'll tell you here in two hours, three hours when practice is over. But, uh, you know, they had homecoming this weekend, and they deserved an opportunity to enjoy that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's that to me that's the great part about it is the next week you got an opportunity to do it all over again. Uh, it's, it's not like baseball where you maybe get to play every day kind of thing, but uh, – uh, you cannot lick your wounds and you cannot polish your trophy. I mean, those those, those two things will get you in trouble. So uh, uh, it's just, to us, exciting. I mean, you know, we talk about South Range. I know we'll maybe preview them in a little bit, but a defending state champion, haven't lost a conference game in, I don't know, maybe four years now. I think we were the last team to beat them in conference, and that seems like an eternity ago. So uh, the opportunity to get to play them is great. You know, I, I hear people say, "Oh, you got South Range this week." Yeah, that's that's fun. Why you know, the NEA? Right, the NEA is a tremendous conference, and then you get done with that, you're gonna say, "Oh boy, you're gonna play Struthers," you know, and uh, it doesn't doesn't quit. But 
Uh, you want to test yourself against the best, and I think our kids will be ready to do that. Definitely. And and, and you, you're the, your coach. You know all the X's and O's well uh, beyond what I see from uh, sitting up in the stands. But uh, it just seemed like Poland's game plan was to take away Antoine Gardner, stuff the middle the best they can, and said beat you with the pass. And as you said, what, nine drop passes. I, I think Anthony Budak made the plays, a couple turnovers. But nonetheless, the ball was put there. Plays would be made. Were you happy with just the way – that went, and was that the right mindset that you thought Poland was saying, hey, you know what, you can, we're not letting this number four run around on us. You're, if yeah. you're going to beat us, you're going to go vertical. Well, and this might be the stat that shocks most people. Uh, Antoine had 184 yards. Did he really? So they didn't necessarily stop uh, him. They, they did, what they did do is they took him a few more carries than okay. what he normally does. Uh, he carried the ball 28 times. He's so valuable on defense, and yes, you'd love to just hand it to him every play yeah. and say that's the formula. But uh, uh, we have 70 plays of offense, uh, which is a lot in a high school game. I mean, you would see that in a college game uh, pretty often, but not, not in high school. Um, so, you know, I thought Joey ran the ball well. I thought Anthony early on played tremendous. Uh, you can't take the drops away, but, I mean, if you put half of those in there, I think he doubles his yardage total probably. Uh, then at the end, uh, you know, he just started pressing because uh, we had to make plays and time wasn't on our side. Yeah. You know, was. so those last two drives, he couldn't run it too much because we were going to have to get the ball back again and then, uh, you know, probably an onside uh, kick situation. So uh, they they did enough, I think, Poland will tell okay. you, on defense uh, to, to to do it. But, again, I think it was us shooting ourselves in the foot as much as anything. Definitely. And I tell you what, I'm a stat guy. If you'd have told me he had twenty eight carries on any four yards and I sat there, I would have said there's that I'd have said eighteen carries, maybe maybe one oh four. I would have went probably eighty six. Yeah. Well where Antoine's yardage ends up are those little <laughs> runs that you think are two and ends up getting six yeah. because he, he doesn't go down early. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, super I, I texted him after the game and told him how proud I was of, of what he was you know, he, he was trying to will us to victory. A lot of guys were, you know, and, and it wasn't clean, it wasn't perfect and we have some things to address. We lost our composure at times at the end of the game and that's unacceptable. But uh if you if you add it all up that effort that you saw out there Friday will will result in some great things for us moving forward. So we're going to hang around on that. Excellent. And, you know, uh, a couple more things on Antoine. Uh, my wife was in the stands, and you know, she's like, uh, she goes, I hand the ball off to four a lot. I go, well, wait till you see four go. And then, uh, you know, he, he did his thing on a couple plays. But I uh, everybody around us, the whole the whole sideline, uh, when he made the end, when he, went, when he took the ball toward around the edge and he did that, I don't know, Hop, skip, jump, legs in the air over to the defender to turn the corner. I mean, we're going to pick up a eight yards, but it was a spectacular yeah, play. Big time run in a big time situation. Yeah. That was. And then there was a there was a play in the other game that was in the, I believe the third quarter and the fourth quarter going toward the uh, band shell. He had a run, and I, I think he just. <laughs> I think it took six guys to bring them down, and we were a little frustrated with our own guys because here you have your teammate with great effort, and some of our guys were and they were gassed, you know. Uh, that was one probably hidden factor there was uh, we hadn't been in a close game playing mm-hmm. our guys deep into the fourth for a while. Uh, a little bit of maybe fatigue uh, setting in there when okay. you're playing that hard. But, uh, again, that's that's just the reality of what we're going to have to do in the future. So we need to clean that up. Excellent. And once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast with our coach, uh, head coach Jim Perry, and also we always, always bring in a featured Red Dragons player. Um 
I, I was talking with uh, Frontliners President John Burrell today, and we kept mentioning 77, and uh, he kept telling me his name, and I heard his name several times, number 77, but I'm going to butcher his name, which I said I would, so I'm going to allow you to say it. Yeah, well, I guess I don't even know if I'm the one saying it right, but I know the coaches, like each coach has his own <laughs> pronunciation, and Chris never uh, corrects anyone. And I don't know if he enjoys it or doesn't bother him or what, but uh, Chris Massiosi. There it is. Um, yeah, I thought he heard played. Matt Massioni, Maciosi, Maciosi. Uh, there's there's a lot going, but uh, uh, early on uh, with Chris, uh, he told me Massioni. Or now see, no, I'm getting, getting it messed up. Massioni, I think, is the the official uh, uh, thing. Uh, played played super hard. Uh, always does. Um, and again, he he's he's a kid. Afterwards, apologizing for some things that. Uh, and, you know, he got a little heated and whatever. And uh, but you know, this is this is the part where you, you got to understand these are young kids. They're they're learning. You'd rather have them instances when it's here on a football field where they can acknowledge it. Football is, is an avenue to it's it's a life lesson teacher. You know, we don't just say that. I firmly believe in football and what it teaches. And uh, you know, for Chris to have that and then quickly. Um, you know, after the game, he and his teammates hugging it out and, uh, you know, <laughs> genuinely understanding, boy, I made a big mistake. And, you know, that's all you can ask for, uh, get back in there, atone for it. And he, he's had an outstanding year. He's, a, he's only a junior. You know, yeah. he's a high-energy kid. He's a big kid. And I think uh, yeah. he's one that, that we think that colleges are going to come knocking on the door for him because, yeah. uh, you know, with that frame and that motor combined, that, that's something everyone's looking yeah, for. Yeah, I thought he was my uh, – I thought he played a fabulous game against Poland. It just seemed like uh, that interior, he was uh, one of the four. Oh, I think our line offensively, oh. our offensive line played tremendous. Uh, they graded out just below 80%. 80% is our threshold. When you play a team, I mean, you saw how, how much mm-hmm. bigger Poland was. We gave up one sack. It was late in the game, and it was more just a just a, like a mental thing. We didn't get overwhelmed or anything like that. And, again, to rush for over 200 yards, uh, we had, I think, around 350 yards of offense, which should <laughs> always – uh, translated into more than 14 points. Uh, Poland had 360 yards offense. And if you look at it from that standpoint, you, you see if if we play a cleaner game where that game would have been at the end, end of the I game. Know. But we, we didn't. We didn't, you know. And so so you lose to them, and uh, you get ready to go again this week. All right. Now this is that time. Uh, what's, the, what's that play you wish you had back, and what's that one you pat yourself on the back about? Well, I guess the pat on the back was pretty easy. We the touchdown to Antoine was one we put in specifically uh, versus the coverage we saw. Okay. And, uh, uh, it's hard. To, sometimes it's really hard to simulate that in practice because your scout team doesn't necessarily go where you want them. So it didn't look clean all week in uh, in practice. And uh, but when we dialed that up at that point in time, uh, you know, for that to pay off on a fourth down uh, to go for a touchdown, that that was really nice to see. Um, you know, some of the stuff we had back. Uh, you know, our coaches identified this. Uh, we didn't do a great job in in scrambling situations when the play broke down. And, uh, you know, looking back on that, that's something we haven't repped a lot. So there, uh-huh. there's that. And then at the end of the game, uh, you're just trying to you're, – you're reaching a little bit too much because, uh, uh, you know, there's not much time left. You want a quick yeah, score. Do it. And, uh, you know, we came back in and talked about what we could have done different. I, I think there's a couple play calls. Had we – had we have – settle in with our own thoughts a little bit better. I mean, you, you kind of plan for those things, but 
you know, not down two scores with 50 seconds left trying trying to get it. And uh, there's probably a couple things looking at the film like, man, if we'd have done this, it would have been there. Uh, so uh, that would be the two uh, two areas I would go there. Yeah, yes. And I'm always positive. And, and and people at home, if you're listening in and you you know you got, you have a gripe or something aggravated about the game again, I from just another person in the stands just rooting for the team. I I thought they played a, a heck of a game, and, I, you know, I thought Budak uh, put the ball in the right place so many times. I thought he had a great game in terms of just uh, hanging in there. And as you mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of times, he, you know, he had to make plays outside the pocket and, uh, you know, and did what he could. But a, a valiant effort. And then, and then, like I said, I'm excited to uh, see what you guys do against Southridge. And I'm excited about that because, I, I you know, we could sit here and, and, I mean, I don't usually think you're – you're usually pretty dead on. I always tell everybody, you know, what's Coach think? I'm like, well, if you listen to the podcast, he'll kind of give you – the only one where I th- thought you were uh, – I was ha- I was kind of nervous when you – because you, when you gave your take on the Lakeview game, you're like, man, this isn't going to be a weird one. Because I'm like, if he – he says – he's usually pretty doubt. I mean, you're a coach. You should be doubted. <laughs> but, but that was the one game, and, you know, when the final, you know, and you guys had a great week out there, you know, another, you know, you know, lopsided victory for you guys. I was like, that was about the only one where I was like, man, this is going to be a close well, game this week. When you when you take that in the context of this week, okay, that game, uh, Lakeview and South Range, and you, you see South Range, like, you know what you're going to get. You you could put the film on from six years ago before they were even in the league, and like, oh, that's South Range playing there, you know. I mean, they, they have a system and a culture that they really okay. believe in, and you know, I'm, we're watching them on film this year, and, and it's the same stuff. So when Lakeview plays them 28-21, <laughs> you know that Lakeview has something. And, and it, again, things can happen okay. in a game that, that change it one way or another, call back touchdowns, drop passes, as you know, things like that. So that immediately gets your attention. Um, and, we, you know, we, we started out slow in that game, but we had a barrage of, of points that probably just hit the scale in our favor and then – you know, and here's the other thing, Bo, once you, you know, they were undefeated playing South Range, and they had a lot of belief in themselves. Okay. Now, if you put Lakeview and South Range together right now, it might not be such a okay. fight because once you lose once, it takes a little air out, and the next time you lose, it gets easier to accept. And, you know, that's what our kids have to have to fight for. But, you know, we talked about, you know, what we have left in our season, again, knowing you're going to playoffs, but that's out of the mind. Our kids want to win an NEA championship. That's still on the table. They want to have a home playoff game. That's still on the table. Um, you, you know, you want to win every game, obviously. Uh, but the things that we have over the next three weeks, as I told you after the Beaver local game, or maybe even after uh, uh, the Lakeview game, is we put ourselves in a situation for a lot of big games, and that's going to remain true uh, until the final horn after Gerard. You know, so. Uh, you know, that Gerard game could be – there could be a lot going on for both teams in that one. It could be home playoff game. Uh, you know, Gerard might be fighting to get in the playoffs. I don't know what their situation is. And that's a rivalry. All right. So uh, there's just a lot lot left to play for. That's the exciting part about this whole thing. I love it. And uh, you always give us a preview. So uh, who is coming in here Friday night? What team we uh, have? The defending, <laughs> defending Division Five state champions who haven't lost a league game in, in four years. That yeah. That's who's coming in. I don't say that out of nervousness. I say that out of great respect. Uh, the, the big thing uh, people in the area may have forgotten, Coach Yegley has uh, – has since retired, so they've had a coaching change there, but it's essentially uh, all the same coaches uh, minus Coach Yegley, and uh, you wouldn't notice that by watching them uh, play. You wouldn't notice okay. the, the difference. Uh, uh, they will not be as big as Poland, per se, but uh, 
strong, you know, no weaknesses across the board. Their quarterback and uh, a couple running backs are electric. Quarterback's a really fast kid. Uh, as far as the, the passing game, he he definitely definitely is a good passer. Okay. Uh, they'd rather run it at you just because of the way their system is. But if you've seen the South Range literally play in, say, the last 20 years, then that's what's coming in. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough and excellent. And uh, for you, uh, who are we going to talk today? Tell us a little bit about our featured Red Dragon. Yeah, so uh, Jamari White's going to come in here. Uh, Jamari is uh, the, our tall defensive back that had missed. He'd been out. Uh, since the uh, uh, Howland game, uh, number two? he got the dread. Yeah, number two. He got the dreaded turf toe, and, oh, and that's one. It's hard. I'll tell you, it's hard as a coach. It's very frustrating from a player. You think this is just my toe. Like I just want to play, uh, but it's it's a hard injury to to get over, you know. And you try to give him time, and he's wanting to be back, and. He battled, he battled like crazy uh, to be out there. I think they saw him limping. They tried to attack him. He held up uh, the entire game. And uh, what we really miss is we'd love to play him on offense too, but uh, he's so valuable on defense. We just have him on that side of the ball until this thing clears all the way up. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jamari's a kid that came to us last year and uh, uh, has done an outstanding job. He's an outstanding student. I was just teasing him. I said, how was your day? He's like, coach, I get out of school at like 9 o'clock. I'm like, 9 o'clock? How does that work? But he has a bunch of college classes uh, that he takes. Uh, you know, he checks a lot of boxes as far as a character kid and that. And uh, he's quiet. So I- I'm interested. In, he's a bit of a philosopher, so you can have some fun with that, Bo. But uh, I'm interested to see how he comes off on the podcast. Um, I, I, you know, and I'm, uh, before you go get him, um, noticed, yeah, he was limping. I, you know, and I was like, man, this kid's hurt. So that's what it was. But he was. He was playing through it. And uh, you call him some of his things. And I know they went after him a couple times. I know there's a play down on this side of the field where I know he made a play because he got up. He looked really, really funky getting up. And I'm like, man, is this kid going to stay in? And then I remember they went after him, I think, on the next play. And he, he, I remember, I think he had a pass defended, I believe. Like, there was one there was one where they got it, but it was an offensive pass interference. That's what it was. There you yeah. Go. yeah. Okay. He, he's a tremendous. He's one of the few kids that we've had uh, here since I've been here who can tri- who can play true man-to-man anywhere on the field. Man. Man, he has that length. But, you know, being, being healthy is a part of that. But he's getting there, you know. And, and I expect he'll be moving a little bit better today. And awesome. uh, he's not – I told him, like, you're not – you're not going to be paying for you probably for the rest of the year. That that that's frustrating for them. But uh, I give him a lot of the dad joke, tow call tow truck things. Doesn't seem to help. He doesn't seem to appreciate my humor. But. Is he a senior? He is a senior. All right. So uh, Jamari, grab him. Jamari White going to be joining us as always. You're listening to the Miles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. Apple, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find it free and available. And uh, this week, South Range folks, a big game as Miles looks to right the ship after the loss to Poland, 28-14. Um, great game by Poland and great game by the Dragons. I think everybody who attended uh, saw a good game. Kids really on both sides. Uh, clean game. Everybody had their heart in it, and that's what you want to see. And for the most part, uh, I don't think any crazy injuries. You don't want to see any of these youngsters um, walk away with any uh, bumps and bruises that can kind of linger to the uh, doctor's office. But with that said, we're going to wait for Jamari White to join us, and we'll get into uh, the contact uh, of a conversation with this young man as we uh, wait. And that's what we're going to do. And there he is. What's up, Jamari? Welcome to the show, my man. It's going great. Uh, I'll let you sit down and get acclimated here. 
Well, I, I'm not happy you have turf toe. Yeah. But I'm happy to know that you had turf toe because watching the game Friday night, um, you know, we're sitting in the stands and like, man, this number two looks banged up. But he's out there. I'm out still there. out there. And you were making plays. And we were just talking about the the offensive pass interference. They went after you, and you still, I mean, you know, he had to push off and got the call. Yeah. Um, he said you're a battler. Fair enough, you're yeah. a battler. Yeah, I, I try. Um, he told me it was going to hurt either way, so just play through it. And, I mean, I'm good enough to be out there. I'm good enough to be out there. This he is. And if, if you guys, if this was a Zoom call, you'd see him smiling, uh, a happy face on this young man as we uh, kind of start to break down the break, the dragons. Um, so, uh, you never want to lose. I don't. But you guys were in the game. A couple yeah. plays break different ways. I know it doesn't make it easier. Yeah. But, I mean, Poland's a powerhouse. They mm-hmm. could have come in here and just swept you. Yeah. And that's happened before. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. What's the mindset of yourself and your teammates as you approach this week against Southridge? I think as to our team, we have to just learn from it. It was a whole lot of things that just little things that we do better. Um, we won that game. Like Coach Perry said, the whole week is going to come down to one play, two plays. We don't know where they're at, but we got to find them. The coaches are going to find them in film. We're going to fix it and go out to South Range ready. As to me, um, just keep getting better. Keep talking to Coach Kemp. Keep talking with my coaches. Keep getting better. I mean, <laughs> I'm hurt, but I can still play. Keep getting better. He can, and he can play. So uh, if South Range faith for a listen, you want to take a shot at number two. Uh, he's a long, lengthy kid with athleticism, so uh, – He'll definitely be up for the challenge. Uh, um, now, for you, have have you always had the the length and the, or did you kind of shoot up late? Um, Obviously, you look at I've never had the length. <laughs> in middle school, I was kind of normal height. I was okay. a little bit taller than everybody else, but normal height. Okay. Um, going into my freshman year, I just and started shot and shooting up, and, and then that was it. Yeah, that was it. Football, your favorite sport? I'm originally a basketball player. Okay. I used to. I'm from Harding. I used to right. basketball there. All right, and then you made the transition. I made the transition. Wanted to come over here. You dragged. Um, I, I, I apologize for not knowing this. Um, did you play basketball at all here, or did I did you not want play to play last year? Okay. Um, after our season last year, I felt like we had to fix things. And I think everybody came in as a group, and we got in the weight room, and we all changed around. So oh, I felt wow. like it was more important to come here and change everything before I went back over there. I love it. Now, well, I'm gonna have to ask now. So you guys, what uh, the seniors? You guys kind of got together. Was that kind of? Can you kind of delve into it? Like who who brought it up and what was the um, message amongst yourselves? It was it was just a group thing. Like after our last game at Gerard, which we felt like we could have won, we just left some things out there. We decided our, it's our senior year. We're not having another two and eight season. We can't have that. We, we need to change. We need to change what's going on. So we just got out of the team. You know, we need to change it. We changed it. And you guys are five and two, and you guys, are, as Coach Perry mentioned uh, about a half hour ago, everything is still in front of you. Yep. It's just up to putting it together. And this is why we love doing the podcast. Uh, just finding out that, you know, everybody just thinks, oh, these kids are down here doing their thing, you know. But you got the, the seniors are getting together after Gerard last year, saying, hey, we got to do something yep, about yep, this. Exactly. And you guys, and you're, and it's coming to fruition for you. Um, I think you had a pick a couple weeks ago. Last week, two weeks. Two weeks. No, because I had a union in my notes. Uh, is that your first pick? Yes, sir. It is. Uh, well, last year I dropped. I dropped one. <laughs> and they've been talking about it ever since. So now I finally got that off my name. So well, take take us through the play because you never not remember a play yeah. like that. Um, so they had there was tight to the line and Coach Kemp they tight to the line they go run some. Watch tight end. <laughs> well, okay, I watched tight end. I seen him come out. 
Um, actually, I seen him through the ball. I didn't think he threw it to me because I felt like I was in a good position. Okay. I don't know why he threw it my way. I seen him throw it. I'm like, oh, it's under. I should probably turn my head just in case. They always yell about me and turn my head. I'm like, let me turn my head. Just put this on film so they don't yell at me. <laughs> I turn my head and I see the ball. I'm like, huh. <laughs> and it just landed in my hand. And then, and that was that. Yeah, that was, I mean, uh, ironic, but. And, and it, it came to force for That's funny. So the coaches kind of get on you about you turning your yeah, head. I never turned my head. Last show was a big problem. I could have had like three ticks, just didn't turn my head. And they, they like, I got hurt first game, and I didn't really have a chance to turn my head. Okay. Came back. Turn your head, turn your head. Make sure you get your head around. Get your head around. Get your head around. <laughs> I got my head around. Look and then you get that pick. Congratulations, Mario. That I, I love that. That's again. This is why I love doing the show. Everybody else is going to be able to listen and kind of go inside uh, what that play in, in your first INT. And I hope you kind of stack a couple more uh, this weekend. Right? There'll be nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah, nothing wrong with that <laughs> Now, uh, for you, teammate-wise, uh, who, are, who are some of your best buddies? Um, my cousin's on the team, uh, number, two, or number three, actually. Is that Josh? Yes, sir. Okay. That's, that's my blood cousin, I guess. Oh, my. We go way back, you know what I'm saying, growing up together. So it's nice to have him. It's a couple people that I know from just being around the area. Okay. Um, and as I came here, I didn't think I was going to get friends easily, but all these guys are amazing. I mean, they became my brothers very fast. Excellent. And Coach Perry complimented you. He said you kind of the epitome of a student athlete because yeah. you're leaving at 9 o'clock to take your college classes. Yeah. Uh, um, you're a senior. Um, do you already – are you, I know you have credits, but are you already thinking about what you're going to go to college for or anything like um, that? I don't know which college I'm going to go to. I do know I want to go for cybersecurity. Okay. Uh, I've always been in the computer, and I think the way the world's going. That's a good market. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's going to be a great market. Yeah. So it's, just, it's getting bigger, bigger and bigger every year, so I think that's that's what I want to do. Right Excellent. Well, we hear your teammates starting to get ready. We don't want to uh, keep you from practice, but uh, we always like to end the show. We call it three and out, a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions, right? Now, uh, we Taylor Swift was the big thing over the summer. Do you like Taylor Swift? Now she's even bigger because she's with Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, are you, I wouldn't say are you a Swifty, but uh, I know you've heard of her songs. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Wildest Street. Oh, I, I like that song. I listen to that song before every game. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. I like Taylor Swift. Oh, I don't mind Taylor Swift. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, sure. Yeah, no, I have no, uh, no problem with Taylor Swift. And uh, how about this one? Uh, who is your favorite teacher? You said you came here, so it's not like you've been here your entire school year. But uh, from your short time being a Niles McKinley Red Dragon, uh, who are some of your favorite teachers or teacher? Um, I think I have two favorite teachers. One of them being Mr. Pack, math teacher, a mm-hmm. math guy. I love math. Mr. Paddy is just a great guy. And then um, my old science teacher, Mr. Chalfa. Those are my two favorite teachers. Right Wonderful. Here, so. I love it. And then the final one, um, this question's been going on all year. I think uh, Waldron, uh, he was, we brought it up with him, and it's, it's now it's on your shoulders. Um, you could include somebody else. You could include yourself. Uh, but uh, Josh White, or Josh McCoy, and, and Antoine. Mm-hmm. Is it Antoine? Yep. Yeah, who's the fastest? Who's the fastest guy in the team? Honestly, easily Josh. I think yeah. when Josh is going, Josh is going, and he's not top. I think Antoine is second. Okay. I got him at second, but I don't think no one's touching Josh. All right, fair enough. Like I said, it's it's been going. It's yeah. it's been a going thing, and it's and it's it's been a debate. I think that maybe the final one we might have to line those guys up. Honestly, I'm a sleeper. They're not. They don't want to talk about me. 
You catch me on the right day, I might be the bus. Yeah, see, I think you were mentioned. Somebody might have mentioned you. Catch me on the right day, I might be the bus. Yeah, I'm going to have to go pack and listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the best part, I always ask is the last question, so I was like, I have to fight me off through it. So, <laughs> hey, Jeremiah, listen, dude, really admire the, the toughness you showed out there. Uh, I, if people who know me would know that I, I appreciate you fighting through that. And uh, best of luck against Southrange. I, I appreciate that. No problem. All right. Thank you again for listening to the Miles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive.